0: Of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app.
1: Oh. 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 Ow. 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 Wow, 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 I tell down no more with the bitch, For real You can't even talk to the bitch, nah She fucking with bosses and shit, oh god I pull up in Raras and shit, Shrek. with Choppers and Harleys and shit, For real I be Gucci, down. Gucci You wearing Lacoste and shit, bitch. yeah Mind club, yeah, fur came off a bell, yeah, yeah. Triple homicide, put me in a chair, yeah. yeah. Triple crop the plug, we do not play fair, yeah oh God. Got no tennis chains on, and they real blingy bling. Draco make you do the chicken head like chingy ching. Walking neeman margins and I spend a life fifty-fifty see with caution shooters, they be riding with me a Bad bitch, cute face, and some nice titties five hundred on the St. Laurent jacket, yeah Bitch be careful when you dumping your action itch. I ain't no sucker, I ain't cuffing no action nah. The streets raise wow. me, I'm a whole master. Wow. Wow. I bought a Rari just so I can go faster sure. Niggas trying to copy me, they plan, catch up 20
2: Hello and good morning and a happy Labor Day to all. I hope everyone had a good weekend and are continuing to enjoy their weekend. And I got to say, I am pretty surprised that I was even able to get up as early as I did this morning. If you saw me last night, I was a bit of a wreck. Well, not in a bad way. I was having a lot of fun. My family had a little get-together, a little cookout. And I got to say, things got out of hand with my cup. So I'm surprised I even feel as good as I do this morning And to those of you who attended Juve this morning It, it should be just finishing But I gotta say I saw a couple videos from people who were, on, who were out there And it didn't look as fun, as, as crazy as it looked in previous years Obviously moving it, from, from, moving it to 6am is, is gonna make things look a lot different But uh, from the videos that I saw on Facebook and on social media altogether, it is people, you know, basically saying that this is the beginning of the end of Juve. There were a lot of cops out there. And I mean, there were enough. It looked like there was like some sort of a uh, like an active shooter or bomb there. That's how many cops were out there. There was more cops than, than people that were partying from some of the videos I've seen. I haven't seen too many videos of anyone having fun. But I mean, we all expected this. I, I, we all knew that the complexion of Juve would be completely different, moving it to six in the morning. But, and, and we also got the reports of how many cops were going to be out there, how many checkpoints were going to be there. They were, they were taking alcohol away from people. They were uh, wanding people down, making sure they didn't have any weapons. And I guess it, it's all in the name of safety. They don't want anyone to get hurt. And after last year, uh, you know, I guess last year was the last straw for them. So they decided to make this change. And I hope everyone enjoys the uh, parade later on today. That uh, if if anyone out there is listening and you're going to go to that parade, please enjoy and please be safe because things do still happen during the the Labor Day parade itself. Uh, I mean, the West Indian Day parade, I should say. And I do want to give a shout out to uh, what Labor Day, the other, not the other, but what Labor Day is about, the the labor workers who fought for decent wages and equal pay. And um, I just want to give a shout out to them. Thanks for your sacrifice. All right. Got a good show planned out for you guys. Cool. I'm really surprised that I was even able to get up. Like, like really, you should have seen me last night, but (laughs) we're going to start off. We're going to go all the way to Cobb County, Georgia, and we're going to talk about officer Greg Abbott. Now, those of you who, might have heard about this guy. He's an uh, officer in, in Cobb County, Georgia. And he was filmed on a dash cam during a traffic stop. And the driver that he stopped was a white female. And when he walked up to the car, her hands were on the, to- on the wheels, on the steering wheel. And she was visibly shaking and visibly nervous. And he asked her to reach for her um, ID, asked her to reach for a license and registration. Obviously, that's how a traffic stop goes. And she was frozen in fear. So he thought, okay, I'm going to try to comfort this lady. And the best way he thought to do so was with a joke. Now, I, for one, use jokes to try to comfort people. It's not always the best way to go about it, but that's just my method. But it's the joke that he decided to make where he said, you know, like, why are you nervous? And she's like, oh, I've seen a lot of videos where things like the, where traffic a routine traffic stop goes wrong and the person ends up dead. And his response was, well, you're not black. We only kill black people, remember? Ooh, Officer Abbott. Come on, you got to know better Better than that. You can't make a joke like that. D- anytime d- there's a dash cam for one. And it can pick up your, the, the sounds. It can pick up the conversation. So why would you think that, that a joke like that was okay? Not okay at all. And of course, the internet went crazy as they do for, this is a big deal, but they, they go crazy for things smaller than this. But Officer Greg Abbott, a horrible joke, and it's not funny to, to joke about cops killing black people. It's just not. It's a, it's a very, very serious thing that happens in this country that we barely ever see, ever see any justice for it. So for you to pull over a white woman and, and, t- and try to comfort her by saying, oh, we only shoot black people, remember? Yeah, not smart. And the police department, Cobb County Police Department, they actually decided that they were going to do something uh, something different from everything we've ever seen. They, they were actually going to terminate him. And he, later that day, he decided that he was going to retire. But I do have one thing to say. It's, it's funny that this gets caught on video, him making this statement, and the police departments decide that, you know what, we're going to fire him. We can't tolerate that. But when a video comes out of someone actually getting killed from one of these dash cam vi- on one of these dash cam videos, Or when a video comes out of a police officer going too far because of routine traffic stop, losing his mind because he asked a person to put out their cigarette or turn down their music and they refused and that made him lose his mind and and things just go left from there. Even with video proof of police misconduct, nothing ever happens or nothing, uh, nothing happens outside of getting some administrative leave, some paid leave, getting a check every two weeks to sit at home or sit behind a desk and push paperwork. But when you joke about cops doing this, that's a fireable offense. Isn't that crazy? What a world we live in. And he's still going to get, he he decided to retire, so he's still going to get all his pension and and everything. And I don't mind that because, you know, he, he did work for it. But it's just the fact that they decide to do something like this. Now, if if that was a black person that he pulled over and things went left and they ended up being another hashtag on social media, another face on a T-shirt, another name added to the long list of names of people where things went bad, where they were unjustly murdered or beat up, had, had their life changed because of this one... Bad encounter with the police Had that come out in video I wonder if the Cobb County Police Department Would have been as vigilant As they were to terminate him And As yeah I, they, I wonder if they would have been as vigilant As they were to terminate him It's just crazy that This joke gets you fired But actually doing what he was joking about Gets You Administrative leave it's crazy. Crazy world we live in. Absolutely crazy world we live in. That was a bad joke, though. That was, a, that was a, a terrible joke. Now, I don't know if this guy's racist. I wasn't able to find any sort of, like, long history or rap sheet about him being some sort of racist cop or having, you know, terrible run-ins with people in, in lower-class neighborhoods. But, geez. I know comedy is not always appropriate, but that that was just, like, did you not know the dash cam was on? That's, that's what I'm thinking. Did he not know that he was being recorded? Did he not know that the dash cam can pick up your voice and hear what you are saying? Did you not think that before that joke came out of your mouth that maybe this is not a good idea? Because sometimes I have those moments where I'm like, oh man, this, this, this punchline, this one line is going to be incredible. And then something, a little voice in my head, says, uh, uh, no, Ben, stop and think. This is probably not the best thing to say. So if you're going to learn something from this people, from this Ben talk. um, I will say, think before you make a joke about a very serious issue in America. And if you're a police officer, remember the dash cam is always watching and the internet is there ready to pick you apart. One slightest misstep I mean look what they did To Joel Osteen The jokes are still coming in For Joel Osteen And I gotta say this The memes are hilarious They are And he addressed his church yesterday um, Saying that his doors are always open It's the house of the Lord You know Typical PR stuff But he has caught a lot of heat For not opening his doors Originally, which I do feel like the doors should have been open. And yes, he might have had to answer to a board and they collectively decided not to open the doors. But still. Whatever power he has as the pastor, as the as the lead pastor, he, he probably should have used that to kind of overturn whatever decision the board made. But. Hey, he that, I mean, that's why he gets paid the big bucks right? His net worth was all over the place that he's, he's worth $10 million. And that's why he gets paid the big bucks because when it's going good, you get, you get to have your face out front. But when you're going through a PR nightmare, like they're going through right now, no one's ever going to look at him the same point blank period. No one's going to look at him the same. No one's going to look at that church the same. And I know they have like 40,000 members or some some crazy number like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if some people decided that they would no longer go there as their home church because of what happened. Because you got criticism from not just, you know, citizens, but other pastors alike. Because if you have a church in, an, in a neighborhood, your job is to serve that community. Point blank period. Like I said, whether it's to serve food, whether it's, you know, to give people a place to shower, whether you're giving away clothes, toy drives, food drives, whatever it is, you got to serve the community. And if you have a st- uh, an arena during a hurricane, you got to serve the community. We're going to take it back to Brooklyn. A, a young man by the name of Shaquan Baylor, who was a 16-year-old who was shot 13 times in broad daylight in East New York on Pitkin Ave. This happened... Uh, course over the weekend well uh it was like thursday it happened and uh police speculated was in retaliation for a gang-related assault and one gunman reportedly said they had to sacrifice one of theirs now baylor is currently fighting for his life this was the report last time um you know i did some research about it so i don't know what his situation is now my prayers do go out to him The attack, again, was in retaliation because Baylor had gotten into a fight and beat up three members of a rival uh, crip gang. Now, the four suspects have been taken into authority, and here's what upset me even more about this this story. Two things. A 45-year-old woman who was just a bystander was shot in the leg in this incident, and also a shooting took place While a memorial was being held On the very same street And These are the kind of stories that Absolutely anger me Because it is Young men Throwing their lives away In the name of something that In the grand scheme of things Isn't that serious Now I've never lived that Kind of lifestyle so I don't know how you have to address certain things. I don't know how you have to deal with certain things in that kind of lifestyle. But it is absolutely sad to me to a a 16-year-old shot 13 times. That's not anything I want any 16-year-old to go through. All because he got into a fight. And it's led to this. this. This young man could possibly lose his life. Now, I pray that that does not happen. I hope that he's able to pull through. His life will be forever changed. These four young men who who did this, their lives will be forever changed because they about to go to jail. But what upsets me, even more than all of that, is a 45-year-old woman who was just a bystander, was shot in the leg. Fortunately, she was only shot in the leg. But she's 45. Who knows how she's going to recover from that? She's not going to be the same after that. And this is the issue. These young kids, they get guns. They feel all empowered. They want to use it for the slightest disagreement. They want to use it for the slightest thing. And it's a reason like this why Juve was at 6 in the morning this year. Because young kids and just hot-headed people have a gun. They get the guns however they get the guns. And they want to use it for every... Little situation Everything Every disagreement Every argument Let me go get the strap That's how they want to deal with things And A 45 year old woman Was shot in the leg Because of your Because of you being irresponsible And it could have been worse We've seen stories where it was worse We've seen stories Where they're shooting And a stray bullet Strikes a child And and, and kills them And our family loses a loved one because of your stupidity. And, it's, and a, a memorial was, being, was taking place while it was going on. A memorial was taking place while it was going on. Now, I'm not sure how the person who was being memorialized lost their life, but I can assume that it was in a similar fashion. Put the gun down. Put the guns down, young, young men and young women. It's not worth it. You throw away your life. You're going to get caught. You're not trained to use the weapon. So chances are you're not going not, to, this, this guy was hit 13 times, but there are situations where, I mean, you're not trained to use the weapon. So chances are you're not really going to get the target that you're aiming for. You're not going to get the person that you were looking to get. And you end up hurting others. You end up changing someone else's life. You end up taking someone away from their family. So think about that. Just think, period. I'm sure you're a normal kid like anyone else, a normal young man like anyone else. You have hopes and dreams and aspirations and things you want to accomplish in life. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. But you got to think. You got to give these young kids guidance and I don't respect older men and just older individuals who have gone down these crooked paths who have done these things and they see a young person coming up in the same path and instead of taking them off that path and, and, and putting them in the right direction saying no young blood, no young man, don't make the same mistakes I did. Don't do the things that I did. Do things the right way. Stay in school. Go to a trade school. Learn to trade. Get legitimate work. Start a business. Giving them some sort of positive guidance. But a lot of times these kids are getting guidance from other men who have this gutter-like mindset who just didn't have the best situations growing up and they don't necessarily know how to change their situation, don't want to change their situation and they just live their lives that way because that's the only way they know and when another young man comes and he's going down that path, they take him right along with them. I hate hearing stories like this. Again, my my prayers go out to this young man, 16. I do hope and pray that he pulls through and that he's able to, you know, get back to eventually. It's going to be a lot of recovering. I'm not sure where the bullets hit him. There's going to be a lot of recovering for him in the roads ahead should he survive this. I hope and pray that he does once again. But in broad daylight, shot 13 times, all because he got into a fist fight. So he dealt with his problem with his with his fist, and... The enemy, his enemies decided that they were going to take it up a notch. Which is why you should try to just avoid fist fights altogether. Because back in the day, I, I, I'm not old, but I guess I can say back in the day. Back in the day, you get into a fight. You lose. The way you dealt with that is either you take your L or you challenge a person to a rematch. You have a best of three series. I remember... In, in, in middle school, there were these two boys that fought three times in one week because one kept losing the fight. And that's how they handled it. But now you can't even fight, like, even middle schoolers. You beat up a fifth grader, he comes back, and he has a weapon in his bag, and he's ready to shoot. We need to guide these young men better, these kids. We need to show them that there's a better way than what's going on in the streets and the negative stuff that's going on around them. So let's remember that. We see a young person being misguided. We see a young person, you know, getting into trouble. Let's try to grab them and and let's try to tell them that there's a better way. Let's try to be mentors. Because some positive guidance is sometimes all these kids need to, to stray off that crooked path, to get back on the right path. To make them stay in school or pick up a trade. I understand. School's not for everybody. I do understand that. But pick up a trade. Go learn to work with your hands. Go learn to code programs. There's all types of coding boot camps out. But go do something other than pick up a gun and get yourself into trouble and change your life and change someone else's life. It's just not worth it. It's, it's really not. So we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we have a little bit of a walking dead situation going on in Illinois. And I'll tell you all about that when we come back to Ben talks right here on radio free Brooklyn. And remember if you'd like to donate to radio free Brooklyn, you can do so by going to radio slash pledge. You can donate one time. You can make a monthly donation as well. It is all tax deductible if you are into that kind of stuff, if you like crunching numbers and, and such. And also if you like to sponsor this show, you can do so by going to radiofreebrooklyn.com/ben talks and it'll take you to the show page. Read up on me, learn about your host, some cool some cool little gems about my life in there. So you might want to go look at look that up, read into that again, learn a little bit about me. And then as you're scrolling down, don't ignore that green sponsor button. But this has been talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn and we'll be back.
3: For me, But I was wrong, I was wrong Play me a fool, too blind to see But now I'm done, girl I'm done, oh Those big brown eyes and gorgeous hair Why did she act like she even care?
2: Take my word
3: and hear me now Just beware, just beware yeah, She's a dangerous woman Better run while you got the chance She's a dangerous woman Stay your heart out with just a glance A dangerous woman Can't you see it in her eyes? She's a dangerous woman So watch out, watch out Says she's every musician's fan It's all a part of a master plan she don't love She leaves Hear me now cause I'm warning you That you'll just end up being used So when she says you're the one she choose Just beware just beware, that She's a dangerous woman Better run while you got the chance She's a dangerous woman Stay your heart her with just a glance or not Dangerous woman Can't you see it in her eyes? She's a dangerous woman So watch out, watch out Dangerous woman Can't you see it in her eyes? Yeah, she's a dangerous woman So watch out
4: Four seasons, I ain't talking about can. We move work on the block, white, green, and the tan. When the nigga buy a hundred, get a hundred more grams. I'm a giant in the trap, Green Bay with the pack. Bust it out the vacuum, still the homies fuck up the strap. There's no room for the fumbles, those this shit get realer. I've been in charge for the plug, and got links to the Brought the Ravens to Baltimore, that's the shift on the bills. I turn your hood to the wire, route She running this rift. My young boy's about to check, I'm Tom Brady for rift. Let's run it up to overtime, and time ain't played on the field.
2: A QB and running backs always completing the deal. And if I scramble on the gamble, safety nothing to
4: steal. Y'all know I don't fuck with pigs, but this love is rift. Y'all know I don't fuck with pigs, but this love is rift. Look here, money, yeah, you me I sell out. That's quarterback, sneak out, nine-five routes, I'm top. I got five rings, shit, brazen, nigga, ring, shit, brazen, nigga, ring, shit, brazen, nigga Look here, store money in, only I can sell out sell, so I Got some boy, the black snake, got nine, five yeah, routes I'm trying to brazen, nigga five, five. Got five rings, the shit crazy nigga This shit crazy nigga I said never count me out man, you know that I'm the greatest I always had that feeling like I was supposed to make it I finally got my chance, you know I had to take it It's shirt say keeping it real And why this nigga faking keep a nothing to stash to cover a loss And keep it real when it come to a boss Cause when it come to them toys, man we nothin' like boys We don't play with it, this shit tucked in nigga Covers a no And I never trust a whole cause bitch is misleading Stetchy never front. I call shit how I see it, and I'm I'm just pleading. Give me a reason. These niggas don't want beef now. Them niggas is vegans. Any niggas saying stretch ain't the greatest getting put out Like I'm trying to smoke the rest of this later It's crown family We chase the bag on the regular Got niggas out here chasing the bag of the regular Ha <laughs> ha Broke ass, bum ass nigga That niggas get y'all fucking money up Nigga we pop bottles every day nigga We smoke good nigga We eat good nigga Don't What the fuck y'all niggas is on nigga Crown family records nigga What the fuck y'all niggas is smoking nigga That niggas is smoking that bullshit nigga You better get y'all fucking pay- well, they get back into it, nigga. The kids store money in on the apples, a lout, such as I bought a back sneak, got 9 five routes. I am a brain, nigga. Watch got now. five rings, shit, crazy, nigga. The kids store money in on the apples, a lout, Got as I a back sneak, got not five routes. I am a brain, nigga. Five, 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 five. God, five, five. Got five rings, shit, crazy, nigga. Boy, shit, break, nigga.
5: The See it. See it. Aye. Aye. you can't have it like that, my nigga this shit's exclusive i'm fucking no shorty then call her a lift of the deuces hop in the bullshit fuck up the music this shit is too lit that little bad bitch beat the pussy once nasty jack and me abuse. Can't yeah, have it like this
6: My nigga, this shit too exclusive Tab I'm fucking on shorty Then call her a lip check to deuces Ay. Hop in the pool, shit Fuck up the music This shit is too lit Her little beverage Beat the pussy Once national jacking Me abuse. Slim floors, lock champs on the track yep. We going back to back Put the floors in the map you know how we do We always in the mood Real niggas get in tune Think playing for the views Woo. Nothing was the same Take care of the game So far gone I'm in a different lane Woo. Yellow tape, shit Going ape, shit <laughs> He mad at me Cause I'm on her playlist <laughs> I'm on the jet now yeah. Swimming and gold for them like a Michael Phelps. Now I come through swagging, dipped in fashion. I'm wavy, lazy magic with the rocket. talking Tracy McGrady. I'm scoring the floor in orange. She giving me head while I'm recording. You can have it like this, my nigga. This shit too exclusive. Tab. I'm fucking on shorty. They call her a lift check the deuces. Hop in the bullshit. Fuck up the music. This shit is too late
5: Her little baggage beat the pussy once. Now she jacking me abuse it can't have it like that, my nigga, this shit too exclusive I'm fucking on shorty, then call her a lift, try the deuces Hop in the bullshit, fuck up the music, this shit is too lit A little bad bitch beat the pussy, once nasty jacking me abusing They say money, not everything, lately has been the solution Damn, ain't with somebody, left with someone else with my mind in confusion Heartbreakers, she the bad type. The pussy leaking like a bad pipe. But a nigga gave a good pipe. I can tell she had a good night. Strapped up, I never hit it raw. She don't smoke blunt, she rather hit the raws. I don't hold her work, I keep it in her drawers. Cause these pussy niggas snitching to the law. From sneak snitching, now they sneak dissing. Trying to send shots, but they keep missing. What's loyalty when they keep switching? I'm my I'm, minds, I'm, I'ma keep sipping. I be on the black, posted on the corner. That's your baby M, you know I put it on her bird. Put the herb, that is my aroma. Pissed on the diamonds like the plug is Homer. I followed if you see a nigga no talent. I looked up to niggas with bad fellas. I looked up to niggas that was even selling 20k in a day. What a feeling! Blow it all before they had a chance to touch it. Put it all in a duffel, for so much money. Love like the bags bust. Who the fuck I'm trusting? God, the only man. Lost too many niggas. Count the money, fuck it. Smokin' devil nuggets, spendin' no budget. Had to make the living better. Now I love it. You can't have it like that, my nigga. This shit too exclusive. Damn fucking on shorty, then call her a lip, chuck the deuces. Scoop! Hop in the pool, fuck up the music, this shit is too lit. Ooh. A little babage, beat the pussy, once nasty Jack and me abuse. You can't have it like this, my nigga, this shit too exclusive. Damn, hey. I'm fucking
6: on shorty, then call her a lip, chuck the deuces. Scoop! Hop in the pool, fuck up the music, this shit is too lit. Ooh. A little babage, beat the pussy, once nasty Jack and me abusing.
0: Yeah. Probeats Productions. Probeats Productions. We go do the samurai. Yeah. We go pull up for the samurai. Yeah. We go do the samurai. Yeah. We go pull up for the samurai. Yeah. We go do the samurai. Yeah. We, yeah. we, yeah. we go pull up for the samurai. Summer we ol' do the samurai, yeah Big ol' pull up for the summer light, yeah. I just wanna know, yeah, so I can put it on, yeah, yeah. Let me get your number, so they put it in my phone, yeah oh, Let phone me get your booze, so I can oh, put, put it on, it yeah on. It was yeah. about to be a dub until I seen her where she walk, yeah I love the way she walk, yeah, she love the way I talk, talk. Yeah. It was just a vibe until she hit me in the morning Like, baby, what you do? Can I pull up on you? Yeah? I'm like, what we doing now? And I'ma pull up on you yeah. She pull up to my crib, she kissin' on my lips Then we hit the room, I started feeling on my, I'm gripping on her tits, she's rubbing on my tits. Next thing I you know, you feel me, you're all up in my wrist. Cause I just wanna know, you yeah, so I could pull it on, yeah. BTV to go, you feel me, I could put it on, yeah. Body be my party, so let me put it on, yeah. She pull up by the morning just so I could put it on, We go do the summer ride, we go pull up for the summer ride, yeah. We go do the summer ride, summer. we go pull up for the summer, summer. The summer ride, yeah. We go do the summer ride. Summer. We go pull up for the summer love. We go do the summer ride. Yeah, yeah. We go pull up for the summer love. Yeah. I don't wanna see a oh, I ain't it hey. Pull up, rewind, take your time, punished. Watch your back, slow, oh, I ain't it Now pull up, rewind, take your time, punished. 'Cause I just wanna know you, know you, know you, know you, so I can put it on you, on you, on you. Oh, yeah. I just wanna know ya, know ya, know ya know So it. I can put it on ya, on ya, on ya hey. I just wanna see what your body like Wanna pump me, girl, on your body right? Hey. Hey. I just wanna ball like it's not a mall Damaged bitches in the car, sure, I want it all Chase a check and hit the mall, I was want to ball Secure the band and pull fall like it's not a mall, yeah I just wanna ball, I was born to ball, yeah I just wanna ball, I just wanna ball We go do the summer ride. We go pull up for the summer line. We go to the summer We go pull up for the summer line. We go to the summer We go pull up for the summer line. We go to the summer We go pull up for
2: the summer line. And we're back right here on Ben Talks on Radio Free. Brooklyn, and uh, before the break, I did tease uh, a little bit of a Walking Dead situation going on in uh, Hanover Park, Chicago, and it's because zombie, uh, zombie, wow, zombie coyotes. There you go. That's why I got tripped up. Zombie coyotes have been spotted in Hanover Park, and the police have decided they have to warn the residents. Isn't this how, like, those move, those weird apocalypse movies start? It's spread from an animal, right? And they, they bite a human, and this human doesn't tell anyone, and he goes into society, and he spreads it to everyone else. <laughs> the, coy- the coyotes have been infected with something called mange, which is a skin disorder resulting in hair loss. I've never seen, like, a completely hairless dog or coyote. I assume they look pretty, pretty scary. And the disease can be transmitted to both humans and animals. So, if you're out there, please be careful with your with your little dogs, and make sure they don't get in contact with any of the zombie coyotes. It's just crazy. Like it, I was looking for stuff for for news stories, and you always stumble across the craziest things. And I thought this was one of them. It's just like this is while as as much serious things are going on in the world. You can find something that's like, what? And that's what went, well, that's what this story was. I saw it and I was like, what is zombie coyotes? I mean, anything's possible in, in 2017, right? We hear stories of humans being cloned or animals being cloned and babies being grown in artificial wombs, which is crazy in itself. I'm not even going to get into that, but that's, that's all craziness in itself. But nothing should really surprise me anymore, but you find the craziest news stories <laughs> It's zombie coyotes. Let's hope that they don't uh, start some sort of resident evil epidemic or turn America into the walking dead by somehow spreading this mange to other people because that would be that would be very, very tragic. And another funny story uh, it's a food fight that took place in uh, lower Manhattan. But it's not the food fight that you would think. It's not a bunch of kids throwing school lunch spaghetti across the room, throwing burger patties and packets of ketchup and just going crazy. No, this is an actual turf war that took place between some street vendors. Now, it's a serious story, but I can't help but read it and just like chuckle like a little bit because... A trio of food cart vendors attacked a rival in lower Manhattan with a hammer over the turf that he occupied. The victim was setting up shop across from Bloomingdale's on Broadway near Broom Street. And that's when three other vendors became jealous and attacked him with a hammer. The victim was rushed to Mount Sinai Beth Israel Hospital with injuries to his chest and groin. The police charged three men with gang assault, Eduardo Latin, forty-six. Carlos Lopez and Marco Vile. So the attackers were 46, 31 and 50 respectively. Now let's let that sink in for a minute. I didn't think that it was this serious for like the turf that these food vendors occupied. I thought it just was kind of like a seniority thing. Like you get to the area and you're like, well, this guy, he's been there for 10 years. That's his spot. I'm going to go set up over here. But that is crazy. They went as far as attacking this guy with a hammer. I'm not sure what a hammer has to do with your food truck. Now, I, I hate to be stereotypical here, but looking at the names of these uh, assailants, I'm, I have to go ahead and assume that um, they were making like Spanish, Hispanic food, right? It would only be right to assume that right, and they were jealous now the victim who shall remain nameless, he doesn't want to be known as the guy who was attacked over his spot, and people were just there like videotaping, I'm pretty sure, and laughing at what was going on until Gu Madison called the police but it's 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 just kind of it's kind of funny I'm sorry it it is kind of funny that. You just go, and he he just set up his food truck. He wasn't even open yet. He was just setting up. They came through, and they're like, man, this guy's at a good spot. It would be a shame if someone hit him with a hammer, and that's what they did. I hope hope the victim recovers. I really do. But be careful out there in the food truck world, man. These guys are dangerous. They can hurt you with hammers and, and pipes. And bad food. I've never had bad food from a food truck, though. I got to say. We're we're very trusting here in New York. We, we, We really are trusting here in New York because some of these food trucks, if you've ever been to the city during the lunch hour in particular, you'll see a food truck and the line will be like almost the whole entire block because of how delicious the food is. And I've eaten from my fair share of food trucks myself And I got to say, we are really trusting New York with with what we eat. There's some places they probably would never eat from a food truck. There's some people that would never eat from a food truck. But the quicker, the more convenient, the better for us here in New York. And a food truck is quick and convenient. And even if it's half delicious, it's good enough because we are always on the go here. And we don't need something that's going to tie us down to a table and make me sit there and eat and actually speak to someone and interact with people around me for 20, 30 minutes. Oh God, why would I want to do that? I want to go to a food truck with my headphones on, order my food, and if you're in that much of a rush, eat it while you walk back to your office. I'm not, I I eat like a savage, so I'm I'm not one that's going to have a plate of food open in front of me while I'm walking down the street trying to eat the food that I got in a food truck. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. When food is too hot, I just can't eat it. Some people, like they like their food right off the stove, steam still rising, and it doesn't bother them. They just eat it, and it burns their mouth, and they just keep on going. I call those people stone tongue. You got a stone tongue. like You don't feel the heat. Or uh, I'm the same with spicy food. I, I can't take too much spice. You're learning stuff about me, people. I need my food to be what I like to call perfect eating temperature. I think that's the only way for food to be served. I mean, it's, it'll get cold quicker if you, if you take too long to eat it. But I mean, I, I, I'm a scarfer. I, if, if I got a plate of food in front of me, it, it's going to be gone within like five minutes. Two, if it's, if it's good. Because I'm what you call a scarfer. I just scarf down the food. I don't come up for air until it's all gone. In other news, also in NYC, so the Department of Health is trying to find a way to convince this younger emoji generation of getting tested regularly and making sure that you're STD free. And they've figured it out by making some emojis. They're making some emojis that are going to promote getting tested. Now, STDs are under rise 27% from last year. Um, most of them being in these younger, in the younger generation and nobody uses words anymore. So the department of health is going to release these emojis to convince people to go get tested. Yes, that's right. You need an emoji now to tell you to make sure that you're healthy. It's crazy. What, what, how society has come along How the younger kids are Compared to how it was When I was a, a younger kid Like I didn't get my first cell phone Until I was like in, in 10th grade In high school Like my parents refused to get me a cell phone They just were not having it And I had to scrunch up some coins And I got me a little Virgin Mobile Prepaid phone Which Come to think of it It wasn't the best phone I had to buy Minutes So my conversations had to be cut really short. Like you had to say what you had to say to me in like five minutes, if I liked you 10 and then that was it. But now there's five-year-olds with cell phones, these five-year-olds, you give a two-year-old a tablet, they know how to use it and get to their favorite show on the tablet or you give them your iPad or your phone and they know how to go to your pictures. And this has happened before. I know people this has happened to, they they got some 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 provocative pictures on on their phone and the kid somehow figures out a way to not only get to these pictures but send them out to people yes i know people that this has happened to the kid has i don't know accidentally if you could say that at like 2 or 3 years old sent some nudes to people and now you got random contacts in your phone book getting Random news from you that's a that's a nightmare that is a nightmare i mean i'm not i'm not obviously I'm not a guy that well that's not obvious but I don't have those kind of pictures in my phone i don't save those kind of pictures in my phone I personally have like a a, a two day rule you look at it you enjoy it for two days, and then you get rid of it you delete it so if anyone in my life that has that knows me that sent me a nude and it somehow got to someone else. It was not me because I only had it for like I I had it, it's like a like Snapchat. It's there for 24 hours. That's that's exactly how I treat nudes. And my phone, 28 to 48 hours, and then boom, gone. That's it. I get rid of it. So I'm gonna use this last 10 minutes to talk about one of the reasons why my weekend was so awesome. College football. Is back and I'm more excited for college football than I am for the NFL, which starts this Thursday and I will be watching. Don't get me wrong. We're going to be watching both. And I'm also going to be talking a lot more sports on my podcast, which will be coming back this weekend called Seriously Outspoken. Uh, I'm going to be putting that out next Monday, next Monday morning. And I just want to take this last couple minutes to talk about it a little bit. And this is probably one of the best opening weekends for a college football season that I've seen in a long time. And and I've been watching college football since, I don't know, way back. But one of the things, one of my takeaways, Alabama, the number one team in the country, and Florida State, the number three team in the country, decided that they would open up their season Going against one another now i obviously this is a great talking point for analysts and and ESPN and the networks, and it a game like that to open the season would draw millions, if not billions of dollars into the college football and to both these universities. But the thing is, I did not like that you start off the season with such a tough opponent because firstly. Alabama, let me take a second. Alabama, their team, they are full of horses and, and oxes. That's their team. You're either a horse or you're an ox. Big, strong, fast kids. I don't know where Nick Saban, the head coach, gets these kids. I don't know what's in the water down there in the south. These kids are 17 years old, 6'3", 250 pounds, body fat. I'm just like, what the hell were you doing in gym in high school? And why wasn't my school doing that? And it was an absolute nightmare for Florida State because not only did they get beat pretty handily, the game was not what we expected it to be, but they lose their starting quarterback for the entire year with a knee injury. He got rolled up on a play. At the end of the game, it's the fourth quarter. They're down two touchdowns, and you lose your starting quarterback for the entire season. And your backup is a true freshman who looks like he needs a sandwich or two. He is not ready to play. He's going to have to get ready to play. And we've seen in college football, especially, backups come in, and they are like the next great thing. We've seen it before. Uh, That's how Deshaun Kaiser, the draft pick for the Browns, that's how he came up. The guy who played in front of him, uh, in Malik Zaire, who's now at Florida, the guy who played in front of him got hurt. Kaiser comes in and lights it up and moves on to the NFL. And now he's a starting quarterback for the Browns. And Malik Zaire, who also played this weekend at Florida, Oops, they got beat pretty bad If someone looked good And I say the best looking team I will say And I'm not going to say Alabama They always look good they, they usually only lose Like one shocker game like Something has to like Go haywire for them to lose Like a returned Missed field goal For 105 yards Something crazy always has to happen For Alabama to lose like we saw in the national championship game. I mean, Deshaun Watson was just a man on a mission and he, you have to be perfect to beat Alabama. You can't make any mistakes on special teams on offense or defense because they will capitalize because they got the best coach in the game. And I'm going to talk about now who I think is the third best coach in the game. And um, Jim Harbaugh who was at Michigan. And I will tell you, Michigan looked like the best team This to me. They've, they came and ranked at 11. they play in the Big Ten. They were playing number 17, Florida, who is in, in a conference that everyone says is like the best conference in all of college football. And Michigan looked really good. The only thing I will say about that, their defense looked amazing. Their defense was absolutely, played lights out. They looked amazing. But I will say this, you got to pick a quarterback. You can't, you can't play two quarterbacks. You got two quarterbacks, you got none. And, and I know you're able to win in college. With that, we saw Urban Meyer do it with Florida some years ago with Tim Tebow, who was, when Tim Tebow was the backup and Chris Leak was the starter. They ran a two-quarterback set. They won a national title that way. But I don't think that it's, it's smart. I don't think it's something you, you could do. So they got to pick one and stick with them through the ups and through the downs. That's just that Um, Lamar Jackson, another exciting player in college football. His team got the, got the win. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does this year. That kid was in the weight room this off season, wasn't he? He was in the weight room. He was eating, sleeping, In the weight room Because he was like 198 pounds last year He's two He's come back He's like 210 now And he looks visibly stronger And that's what you like to see So hopefully he can Have a great season Maybe be the Next person finally To win the Heisman twice We haven't seen that Since like The the 80s Or something like that With Archie Griffin did it Mm. Now Another thing that Shocked me this weekend Some of these cuts In the NFL that took place. We saw the the most notable one. And I think he landed. I mean, if there's, if he landed on his feet, like he, he landed in, in a better situation. If you ask me, as far as the future goes, TJ Ward, who was cut from the Broncos, he's a, he's a really good safety and they cut him. I'm not, I don't understand why he was only owed like, like four and a half million dollars or something like that. But they, Cut him, and he landed in Tampa Bay, which I can't wait. Hopefully, it's featured on the episode of Hard Knocks that's coming on. I can't wait to see that. But he landed in Tampa Bay, and they've got a great young team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They got a lot of young talent there, and I am interested to see what they do. I really am. The NFL starts this Thursday. I'm excited. My weekend was great because college football is back. And my weekend moving forward, my weekends moving forward will be great. We got a big matchup coming this this Saturday. Ohio State takes on Oklahoma. Oklahoma looked great. Ohio State looked a little shaky in their first game. JT Barrett was, like, upsetting me because he's, like, a a 10th-year senior. And he was struggling against these kids. And that upset me because I'm like, you should have it all figured out by now, dude. You really should. But they play Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's quarterback was like almost perfect. Almost perfect. Like he was like 19 for 20 throwing the football. And uh, that's going to be a matchup to see. That's this Saturday, Saturday night. And I like college football season because it gives me stuff to do Saturday. It gives me an excuse not to go anywhere and spend money where you wake up Sunday morning and you're full of regret. Has anyone ever done that? You know, you go out Saturday night, you have a great time and you look in your account, you're looking at the, the purchases the next morning and you're like, Oh my God, what was I doing? Oh, I paid $12 for a drink. Oh my God. I, I bought a round of shots. What was going on with me? We've all been there. We've all experienced it. And it's not a good feeling as much fun of you might uh, as you might've had. It's just not a good feeling. You wake up, you're $200, $300 in the hole. You're like, man, that was not a good idea. I'm not going out next weekend. And then Friday night comes and you're like, yo, man, you're trying to hit this up tomorrow. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do this all over again. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to this weekend mainly for college football. And the fall is here. Labor Day has come and gone. All you people who have kids, school will be back in session this week and i'm sure we're all excited about that right your commute will now will now be filled with children going and coming from school real exciting have fun with that if you have to take public transportation i drive everywhere so i'm all right so we reached the end of ben talks ladies and gentlemen and thank you for tuning in it's always a pleasure to be here on Ben Talks on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, everyone enjoy your Labor Day. Be safe out there and visit the show page, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Ben Talks. I'm your host, Ben Lewis, and I am signing out for this Monday, September 4th. Goodbye, everyone.